Welcome, everybody, to the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life podcast with my buddy, Filthy Phil. Thank you for listening. Number 118 in the series, we're going to check in with Phil, talk about training, talk about what he's been up to, talk about testing, talk about quads, talk about some of his best and worst years, and, and just generally have a great, entertaining conversation with our buddy, Phil Nicoletti. Thank you, FXR Racing, designed by racers for racers, used by Filthy Phil Nicoletti, used by the Club MX team, among others. Uh, use the code PulpMX30 when you check out to save at FXRRacing.com. Uh, they got a lot of great products. Go to their website. Check it out, man. They they have a lot of stuff that you wouldn't uh, think about. So And really sharp-looking gear also. Did I say sharp-looking? I did. It is good-looking gear. Uh, thank you, FXR Racing. Thank you, Race Tech as well. Pulp 20 is the code to save. The FXR Racing Chaparral Honda Squad of uh, Starling and Blos now use uh, Race Tech Motors, Race Tech Suspension as well, and uh, absolutely the uh, also the Nuclear Blast Yamaha team using Race Tech heads on their on their bikes, of course. So they do motors, they do suspension. Race Tech does it all. Thank you to Race Tech as well. And if get your motor work done, get your suspension work done, and uh, use the code Pulp Twenty to save at Race Tech, man. In this time and, and day when everybody's kind of on lockdown on hold, man, you can really get some work done on your motorcycles in the garage. So. Inner West Hemp CBD products for high-impact athletes. Pulp MX tw- or Pulp 20 is the code to save at innerwesthemp.com, at Inner West Hemp on social media. They're all third-party tested, so you know exactly what you're getting. Thank you, Namira Pistons as well. Alex Ray using Namira Piston. www.namira.com technologies. Namira Technologies forging champions one piston at a time. So if you're rebuilding a bike, check in the Namira. And also go to your local dealer for that. Max's Tires, MXST, used by Alex Ray, AJ Cantanzaro. Uh, great mountain bike tires, light truck, UTV tires from the folks at Maxxis. And Firepower as well, whether it's, uh, you know they're for the batteries and you know they're for the chains. But they also got the oil as avail- available now as well, firepowerparts.com. It's made by a leading OEM manufacturer and is the highest quality. So Firepower folks have added oil to their uh, expansive lineup and uh, doing a good job with that, firepowerparts.com. For more information on that, thank you, everybody, for listening. Thanks to Phil for doing this. And, uh, yeah, a nice fireside chat with Phil Nicoletti. Here we go. And now, as promised, on the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life Podcast, number 118, a man who isn't really a privateer, but we'll we'll dive into that if we can. Uh, My buddy, Filthy Phil Nicoletti. What's up, Phil? How are you? Oh, what's going on, Steve? Just uh, hanging out. Had a beer this afternoon, and uh, training's all done with. So, yeah, just kicking it. Oh. it's don't have much going on <laughs> dude it's the weirdest time right now so you obviously you race up in canada uh and the uh future the jetworks guys pushed the arena car series to the fall uh that's going to start and the nationals were supposed to start probably in june but that looks like phil that the future west canadian series rockstar energy triple crown probably won't happen when it when they when they tentatively say it is as of now right yeah, like uh, yeah, I think we're, we were supposed to start Calgary, Calgary, June seventh, mm-hmm. um, which I thought was pretty decent. You know, kind of keeping it in line with the states, you know, and Jacksonville and whatnot at WW. But yeah, right now Calgary has no nationals um, or no events able to be held there yep. um, and city grounds. But I don't know that. I was just reading something where like Wild Rose is the track, know, they where rent the track the, is. Yeah, 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 where the track is, is not technically considered a part of the city or something something weird. So yeah. I don't know. Um, I'm planning as if I'm still racing June 7th, um, which maybe if that doesn't happen, it doesn't. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I went over everything with my with my trainer, Seiji. And, you know, I've kind of been going hard since January 1 with the outdoor prep and whatnot um, because the arena cross is kind of eh, it's it's hard to really prep for that sort of thing but uh 
yeah, kind of had to dial things back and reevaluate everything and, you know, pretend I'm kind of back in November-ish, yeah, you know. Well, that was my next um, so question. weird. Yeah, that was my next question. So you do have to back it down a little bit. I mean, there's a, there, you know, there's a whole thing going on in the industry right now. Like, I've talked to some people in the industry that are like, do not ride your dirt bike. It's, it's selfish because if you crash, you're going to hospital. Hospitals are overloaded. Don't do that. I've talked to other people that are like, hey, uh, I think the Geico Honda guys are like, hey, can you ride a couple times a week? Mm-hmm. Um, other people, I from what I can tell, is wide open. Ride as much as you want. Do whatever you want. Everyone's in a different spot. Me, myself, I'm more of like the, hey, take it easy. Ride a couple times a week right now, in my opinion. you know. Yeah, like I, I, this is actually my – I'm going into my th- – third week of of not riding since this is all kind of yeah. uh, been going down because you know if i have to keep riding i still got to go all the way to november like this is it's a long time yeah you know yeah um and obviously the injury factor and there's not much i'm gonna get like i said i've i've had a i had an awesome you know january february and even march so half of march so i've had two and a half solid months of prep on the dirt bike and uh, my training has been Honestly, top notch. I haven't gotten sick. Not, not nothing yeah. bad. Knock on wood has happened to me yet. So it's uh, my prep has been good. So I talked to my trainer. Um, we're going to dial things back. Uh, stay off the dirt bike. Just focus on other things on the bicycle and in the gym. Okay, and, so uh, no riding, no riding at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, yeah, no okay. riding right now. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, there's just there's just no point. Um, you know, to risk things right now if uh, things get delayed for a little while. It's it's weird. So, um, it, it, to be able to peak at certain times, it's, it's hard. That's yeah. why you pay a trainer. And, you know, my guy Sage is actually super smart with that sort of stuff. So, yeah. um, well, you know, I really don't want to peak for the first round. It'd be more for the third and fourth round. So, and that could be a long ways off at the moment, but I don't agree with anybody really <laughs> riding right now, especially more than two days a week. To me, it's kind of mental. Um, just going to cause burnout and teams and stuff. I don't think can really do it right now. You know, companies are shut down. Yeah, they probably can't get parts, pistons, whatever. You know, yeah, there's, that's there's a, a big, lot of very a big yeah, part of a lot yeah, of variables. Yeah. Correct. So I just uh, yeah, these guys that are riding three days a week and stuff like that. I, I think it's pretty dumb to be honest. But you're saying it's dumb not because of the parts issue or the coronavirus thing, but because of burnout. Because of burnout, yeah. yeah there's yeah. there's no way they got to go to September twelfth, and not only that, you know, they're like doing super. Yeah, they're doing super. Yeah, yeah, they still got to do Supercross after that, you know. And I have to too, but it's not obviously it's not like AMA Supercross um, where the grind is that gnarly. But um, you know, if you have to do eight to nine weeks in a row, you know, even if it's Canadian National, it's it's kind of gnarly. And yep. you know, if they want to do eleven nationals in a row, even if they start at Red Butt or wherever, like. Uh, yeah, that's a you're asking a big load on your body, and you kind of have to have a little bit in reserve for that. You got to take that into account. So now that I'm older, I understand that. But when I was 23 and uh, dumb as shit, I really wouldn't have. But right. uh, you know, it makes more sense now. So you're, I like how you say you pay Sagey. First of all, you don't pay him like a full time. You just you're on like a, a consultant program with Sagey. I, right? I pay Sagey. Yeah, you do, but it's a very <laughs> it you know, it's just Every a consultant. It it's a consulting. Yeah, it's not I you know. know. Don't act like what it's I, Alden Baker's program here, Phil. No, it's not. Trust me. What I get for Sage is almost probably just as good, you know what I mean, <laughs> for what I pay. You know, and anybody else can get the same deal I get, you know. Um, but, um, yeah, smart training. Smart training, he calls it. Smart training. <laughs> um, hey, well, no, listen, I, I'm with you. And, and uh, I actually got 
I, okay, let's divert a little bit because I'll talk a little bit about the series ramping up. But yeah. so I did an interview with uh, Adam Cincirillo. Uh, I was mm-hmm. in Hawaii actually, and, and uh, took advantage of some cheap discount fares. Phil, you I know you'd like that. Yeah, I, listen, I, I, I actually told my old man, I'm like, Mathis went to Hawaii right now. He goes, if you're gonna go now, it's the time to <laughs> it's go. Right. It was right. <laughs> except for the fact that the resort was taking services away every single day, and by the end there was nothing to do other than get room service. Um, oh, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, other than that, it was great. But listen, I was in Hawaii. I did a podcast with AC, and I happened to be doing it. And my computer was open, and your tweet about trainers came up, the jazzer size and, and whatever. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I, I said that to Adam in the interview. I, I said, hey, Phil, did you see Phil's tweet? And he's like, no. And I, I read it to him, and he's like, that's gold. That's awesome or whatever. <laughs> and then I got, I got a text from Nick, Nick Way, who works with him. Mm-hmm. He wasn't too happy that I said that. And I'm like, look, Nick, I, I said, you're more than a trainer. You're, you're literally helping with his career, the mental side of racing, all of that. I said, but you, I said to him, like, you can't, the human body is the human body. There's no shortcuts. There's no, uh, you know, like you're pedaling, you're lifting weights, you're doing all this work and you're riding your dirt bike, which is huge. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I, and you know, he, Nick was still like, he wasn't really having it, Phil. Like, I, I listen, I, and I get that, but like at the same time, um, you know, if I did Alden's program, I'm just saying, and I did everything that Coop did, which to me, I feel like I still do more than Coop anyway, Yeah, you know, to begin with, but dude, I don't have the talent to ride a dirt bike like Coop. I'm not going to win a Supercross championship. I'm sorry. You know, yeah. and a lot of times it's, it's kind of like that where everything's so secretive. It's just like, dude, who really cares? You know, like obviously cycling comes down the numbers. If you don't have the certain numbers, you're not going to be a tour de France athlete. You know, yeah. obviously motocross, you know, you don't have to have any sort of VO2 numbers. Trust me. I can name a lot of riders that have horrible, horrible VO2 numbers, Yeah, you know, but they're national champions. You know what I mean? And yeah. there's people with sick VO2 numbers and threshold mm-hmm. numbers that, you know, aren't I, national champions. I'm with you. you. Know, I'm with you. <laughs> it comes down to who can ride a dirt bike. It plain it plain and simple. I Obviously, know. yeah, they can teeter, you know, training programs and this and that. And I, and I get that. And you can maybe get 10%. May I not not 10%. That's a lot. 3 to 5% out of a professional rider. Yeah. But I mean, come on. You're not going to not going to take me and turn me into a supercross champion. You no. know, that's just just a harsh reality and obviously it kills me to say that because I'd love to be an AMA Supercross champion but it's not going to happen because I'm not going to blitz whoops that are you know Mm -hmm. 18 in a row and they're cupped out gnarly so I don't know it's just I I was talking to some of my buddies about it and you know everyone's all private and secretive and I was just like you know what I should just blow it out I was I was on a rant with my friends I I like that pretty fucking pissed (laughs) I I like that it was good I and but I agree with you like Again, the human body is what it is. There's no shortcuts to training. Have we have we gotten smarter with yeah, eating and stuff? A hundred percent. But yep. your Johnny O and Jeff Ward in the nineteen eighties were gnarly. They yep. were gnarly. And and guess yep. what? Not much has changed. You, you, you yep. need to be gnarly. If anything, Johnny exactly. O and those guys, they probably overdid it. Oh, one hundred percent. I mean, I trust me, I've I've done the O show program and it's actually pretty funny because I posted it on my Instagram, like the amount of cycling yeah. and climbing and the hours that we put in. And then I was racing supercross on the weekends. And I'm not saying that was the smartest, but I was actually with my friend on a bike ride. I'm like, man, I, I kind of miss those days, not really having a purpose of training, just going out to hammer redlining to redline, but it <laughs> made you learn how to suffer. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Now the stuff that I do, that's kind of like, you know, not tame, but everything's so structured. 
makes it kind of seem boring. You know what I mean? Right. But because you kind of know what's coming a little bit. But back then it was just like, yeah, you you're getting sent in blind, and it was just uh, just a but, hammer fest. And but it was good. Yeah, it was but good. but there's not much difference between what those guys did in 1980s. I mean, we're smarter with, like I said, smarter with yeah. maybe rest and recovery and eating and stuff. Mm-hmm. But but dude, again, just work your balls off off the bike and ride your motorcycle. Yeah, I agree. Like I said, it's right. our our sport is 98 <laughs> percent skill if you can ride the dirt bike yeah isn't it <laughs> hey isn't it funny though like so your buddies with coop and and obviously you didn't know much about alden baker's program before mm-hmm. um and, you know and rv did it and and james and all this and dungeon and, and you think mm-hmm. you and I, I knew this a while ago but from the outside i feel like people are like oh dude what are they doing over there oh my god oh, what are they do? it's it's actually not that much work like you said you do more than coop it's mm-hmm. it's constant work. It's constant. There's no let up, and and it's the the competition of three or four guys going at motos every single day. Yeah, I shouldn't say I do more than Coop. I can do more than Coop because I'm not racing. Yeah, you know what I mean. No, so no, it's a yeah, lot I, I guess I didn't. I didn't mean. But even yeah, yeah, yeah. J- during your racing thing, you know, those guys yeah, yeah, they don't yeah. do a ton. When you talk to guys who come out of the program, they're like, dude, it's not that gnarly. No, I mean, when you got to do 32 weeks, pretty much all you know in a row minus three weeks off in there. Like dude, you, you, you can't do a whole lot. You right. know what I mean? Right. But at the same time, some probably still do too much, you know? Yeah. Yeah. They, they forget. Well, a lot of people forget. You only get paid for one day a week, you know, <laughs> yeah. literally one yeah. day a week. And that's all it comes down to. So I don't know, but it's hard. Like I, I get both ends, but I, you know, the whole trainer thing and the jazzer side yeah. thing, like it's, it's, it's not a, it's not a secret. Everybody has heart rate zones. Everybody has power zones. Everybody has a gym workout. You know, it all depends how you structure it through the eight months during your riding season. Yep. You know what I mean? And it's whether you can pretty much fucking twist the gas or not. Yeah. You yeah. Know, so. it, it's just, it's not rocket science and people want to, and these trainers want to make it out to be. You know they want that. They want that edge. They want the money from the rider. But give me a break. Here, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Trust me. It's 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 not science when you compare it to cycling. So we are so behind the times when it comes to that stuff. It's not even funny. Yeah. Like not even funny. But it's uh it's cool to look at and compare. And you know, like I said, when I was young and dumb like that, I was the complete opposite of what I am now. Right. But um, I, I wish I was smarter then. I find it funny though. Like Osho was training J Mart and, and Troll and you and. Mm-hmm. You, oh, you guys weren't paying. You were just hanging on. But anyways, he's training J-Mart. <laughs> and, dude, J-Mart's a national champion, and Johnny's mm-hmm. just working him. Johnny's 50 years old, dude. Just yeah. working him. Working it everybody. No, no, I'm going to be honest. And Osho probably will test. Jerma's probably the only motocross rider at that time. This is obviously Osho was 53-ish, so yeah. he was really on the decline, but he was super strong for our sport. Jerma was putting it to Osho. Obviously, they were light years ahead of me, but... Yeah, and, uh, and Troll, and Troll. And, and Troll. Alex couldn't quite da- take down Osho at that point in time yet. Yeah. Obviously, now it might be a little bit different, yeah, but yeah. obviously, you know, but yeah, there was there's no touching Jerma back then, period. Oh, well, see, that's uh, funny, because Jeremy told me he couldn't keep up to him he said osho would just be gone no okay no, no germa you, you look at all the you know strava segments on yeah on, on the whole main divide there and and so cal and germa's at the top of the list on pretty much every single one if not first you know right, right. second so yeah, yeah. like for a motocross guy you know that's 
that's pretty badass. And the and the amount of hours that he was putting in on the week during those weeks, I'm not saying they were right. And then yeah. you know, winning on the weekend was absolutely ridiculous. Ridiculous. No other person can handle that sort of workload and still win on the weekend. Like people forget all that. Obviously, German, I ain't tight much anymore. Right. But dude, they forget all that shit. Like the kid's a complete sicko. Which is funny because he wasn't in shape as a as a young kid, right? Like he wasn't. No, he, yeah. was, he was fat. And if you look at him, like you look at his gut and stuff, it's you know he doesn't have a six pack and stuff, but he's, just, he's got heart and lungs like no other. Right, and, right. You know, not a whole lot of muscle, but yeah, the way it, <laughs> the way it works out, it's it's crazy. And and the kid's numbers are through the roof. And yeah, they, we used to call him the mutant because he is a mutant. <laughs> and Alex is a mutant as well. For you know, yeah. he, he's no slouch either. But he, he's uh, embraced it's crazy. it. Huh? He's embraced training loves it like just alex yeah just yeah well he's i mean alex is germa's obviously a lot more fit and stronger on a bicycle and running and stuff like that um but alex as far as knowledge wise is yeah. super smart i i mean we joke about it all the time but for alex to have a trainer's kind of you know i disagree with it but at the same time it's always good to have to bounce ideas off of somebody yeah. else that's yeah. kind of went to school for it and stuff so i get yeah. it you know alex doesn't have a bachelor's or a master's in in, in in science and stuff so it's kind of um uh, you know. dunge told me he he thought he did more before he got with alden and when mm-hmm. he got with alden it was peace of mind to know that i don't need to worry about too little too much what am i doing what's the competition doing i know that i can put that that slice of training and put it aside and not even worry about it but um because i know alden's going to handle the blood work and the testing and then dunge said in the end he ended up doing less Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I could, but then you got to remember, you know, during all those years, Dunge's base was huge. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So he already had something to work off of. Yeah. You know, a lot of kids need to go through that suffering point to get through that. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, which they kind of miss sometimes. But yeah, I, I, I can to- totally see that. But the days of putting in 18 hour weeks is, is kind of crazy. You know, it's just, um, it's just not smart. <laughs> so one of the, in my opinion, yeah, one of the things Coop told us, told everybody, but he's always a great interview on, on the Pulp Show and stuff. Coop was mm-hmm. like, "Look, I was training and riding at eighty percent at Yamaha, and I was, mm-hmm. you know, I, I would bring it on the weekends because that's what I, you know. He's a gamer. You yeah, can, he's a racer. Whatever yeah. you want to say about Coop, you can't deny he's a gamer and he's a racer. Oh, he's a yeah. dumb dick, but he's a gamer. Right, yeah, right, one hundred percent. And then he said when he was at Yamaha, he was putting in seventy five, eighty percent, and Alden quickly was like, "Hey, that's not what we do here. Like on a Wednesday afternoon." This is 100%. This is, you know, sprint track, sprint, sprint laps, and this is what we're doing yeah. on a bicycle. Uh, when you were with Coop at Yamaha days around him, did you notice that too? Did you notice, like, he, he were you thinking, like, you know, hey, uh, you know, he doesn't push it that hard in practice or whatever? Uh, no, not really. No. I, I, didn't, I didn't ride with Coop a whole lot, but um, I know with when him and Alex were on Star back in 16, they, they were kind of like that, and Alex was kind of a rabbit most of the time. And, yeah, yeah. You know, and there were times – yeah, Coop was not the fastest in practice, you know, and it right. would mind, you know, Alex would get mind blown too because then Coop would come out on the weekend and go one one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. but and that goes back to saying, yeah, you get paid for one day a week, and that's Saturday. It don't matter what you do, yep. Monday through Friday. You know, yeah. How so. many times has Chad or, or Roxon or never been the fastest in practice, and it's like doesn't matter, like what? Yeah, you know, like right? I mean, for instance, <laughs> I don't know. We did. Uh, I went down to. Um, the nest and rode with al in the beginning of yep. or the nest moto sandbox beginning yeah. of march and kenny okay and i have been riding outdoors since january one okay 
and I've been doing 30s and 35s and grinding, doing my time, and Alex has been too. Well, Kenny comes out and does his warm-up, and it's his first day on outdoors, and we're like, hey, we're going to do 35. He goes, yeah, you know, I'll kind of hop in, and I'll see. But, I, I, you know, I'll go last because, you know, I don't want to hold you guys up or roost you. So Alex went, Mm -hmm. and then I, I went. And the next thing I know, like, I'm like, all right, I'm going to put the hammer to Kenny. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. his first day on yeah. outdoors, yeah. this and that. Did I get done with the first lap? I look over, and Kenny was had gained three seconds. <laughs> and then the next lap, it was another three seconds, <laughs> and then another three. And then it kind of go down, you know, two seconds or whatever. I'm like, are you kidding me? I got off the track, and I asked Kenny. I'm like, dude, what the fuck was that, dude? He goes, I don't know, man. He goes, I, I kind of felt pretty good out there. I'm like, that's your first moto, and you just waxed me by 25 seconds, dude. Yeah, exactly, know? right? Yeah. And that's what I mean. Like, it comes down to, like, meanwhile, Kenny probably, I don't know how much time Kenny's been putting in, but that was his first day. Either you got it or you don't. Right, you know, obviously, right. Kenny's a two-time yeah. national yeah. motocross champion, but still, like, fuck, <laughs> made me feel pretty terrible, you know? And I'm like, ah, you know, and then I'm trying to think, ah, maybe only gained 25 seconds on me you know so that maybe put me around i don't know six or seventh in an outdoor in, in i'm trying yeah. to make myself fucking feel good about <laughs> right, it right know? right yeah Fuck. Uh, yeah i fucking went running out the the driver with my tail between my legs <laughs> you're like oh shit yeah. god damn. yeah exactly oh like, for the sure fuck have i been doing uh so. fxr racing race tech suspension privateer island life with phil nicoletti uh Brosser brought to you by firepower namira maxis and inner west hemp all on board with us uh, thank you, Namira. Their official sponsor of Alex Ray, uh, Phil. Since 2001, nice. Namira has been supplying factory-level <laughs> pistons and gaskets for every make and model, from two wheels to four, from weekend warriors to X Games and Supercross privateer Alex Ray. Namira advanced piston technology has increased engine performance and reliability without increasing the budget. Follow them on Instagram or visit online at namira.com. Maxxis tires, also used by Alex Ray, by the way, MXSTs, developed by Jeremy McGrath. Available now. I've got a set mounted up on my Blue Crew that I am unable to test right now due to my practice crash. But uh, <laughs> Maxxis MXSTs are on my bike, uh, mountain bike tires as well. So um, That's funny. Yeah, dude, I crashed uh, doing the Western Challenge. And uh, at the end of the day, I crashed. And then uh, now I did something with my ribs. I don't know what I did. I don't want to go to the hospital. Uh, welcome to the rib life, bro. I can't, I can't ride right now. I don't know what I did. I don't want to go to the hospital and check it out. But, dude, it's a constant like kind of dull ache. And then if I hit anything on a dirt bike at any sort of speed, it hurts. Sometimes it feels like somebody's stabbing me. So I wonder if you maybe just pop one out or I don't know dislocated one or something. I don't know. Can I try to pop it in myself? I I don't even know. <laughs> I'd say roll on a foam roller on it a little bit, but if it hurts too much, yeah, you know, like I, I don't know. Is it back by your spine? I don't know. No, it's, no, it's over underneath calls, my heart, like right by my heart. Call call Sagey. I will. Yeah, I need maybe, to. Maybe he'll help you. Um, you know. All right, so FXR Racing, big part of this privateer uh, podcast. Uh, uh, obviously, I put your whole FXR deal together with Andy White and everybody. But how's that going? Everything good with FXR? Yeah, so far everything's awesome. So I've I'm, I've enjoyed it. Gear Gear is awesome, and it's been a pretty pretty cool partnership. So um, hopefully we can keep it going. I had a two year deal, but I'm obviously up. Uh, yeah, if we even race this year. So um, that that's the whole plan is to, huh. to keep everything going. And Andy and Mill have been have been great and Carson as well. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Obviously, I uh, brought them the Triple Crown portion of the yeah. championship up there, but I want to bring them the outdoor national oh. championship. So, T- um, uh, T-Dags was in here and said he's got something to say about that. No, so, does he? Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to 
I mean, I have no problem sticking in on a number five. So yeah, we'll see how exactly. It goes. <laughs> uh, pulp, pulp twenty to save at racetech.com. Pulp MX thirty the code to save at FXR Racing. So uh, you can save at Racetech and FXR. We're using our codes. The Racetech, of course, doing the motor and suspension work for the uh, FXR Chaparral Honda team, as well as uh, some other riders out there, of course. Um, hey, so all right, so let's say June. We're not confident the series starts in June, but we think it may. Will mm-hmm. you will you ramp up in April? Or I mean, not May. May? Like when do you when would you start riding? If let's say we are um, starting at June, I'll start riding probably next Wednesday. It gives me a solid two month prep. Okay. You know? Yeah. Um, kind of get back onto it because I don't want to lose the complete riding fitness that I had gained. Right. So, um, you know, just one two days a week just to keep the blisters from <laughs> coming in. You know, um, and then we'll we'll kind of. See how it is, and then if for sure we're going in uh, June, then uh, then I'll then I'll be ready. So. You, got, you got to figure if we're not in June. I mean, we don't really know. None of us know, but fuck me, we got to figure we're starting July at the latest, right? Please tell know. me July, <laughs> dude. I'm going stir crazy. I know, right? Um, I mean, stir crazy. I don't. I don't really don't know what to do. I you know yeah. can only do so much on a bicycle and in the gym, but you know right. we're all. At, adrenaline junkies you know obviously you don't ride very much but you still get adrenaline watching races and this and that and if you don't have that it's kind of uh you know it's kind of lame have you um, been watching old races ever like i know some guys osborne told us he was doing that and stuff yeah i was and it's actually a pretty cool racer x posting the you know a couple of the old videos and stuff like that so i watched and i was watching some old canadian rounds from 2016 and just something to pass the time you yeah. know yeah um but the fact that yeah just not actually riding a dirt bike periods uh i think the biggest um, the biggest downfall so i wouldn't be watching that many races if i could actually ride during the week but yeah, really, we'll get right? back to that soon so are you um, are you uh you want to sign up again for next year have you talked to andre have you talked to yamaha at all like, do you yeah stay we, there? we have i don't um kind of still up in the air with some things um you know that's the plan i would i would like to yep. I, I like my guys a lot uh, you know they handle everything good and um yeah we'll just we'll just have to wait and see um obviously right now yeah um i kind of had asked andre a little while ago about some stuff mm-hmm. and um you know it seemed pretty positive but right now everything's on hold at the moment so <laughs> can't think even of you know can't even think of 2021 when 2020 hasn't even started or right. even about yeah. to start yet yeah so who knows where andre's gonna get caught or whatever yeah yeah i know it's a, and trust me it's not just candidates in the u.s too people looking for rides and mm-hmm. you know on contract here so it's kind of uh kind of weird would, but i'd i'd like to would you would you go another two and then hang it up or like what, uh, what would you do nah, what would you I, to be honest with you, I still feel so good. I, yeah, I, yeah. I feel really young, and, you know, I'd like to go four if I can. Wow. I mean, to be okay. honest with you. Yeah, yeah. So, um, to me, the, I, I like the outdoor grind. Um, I like suffering in the summer times. Mm-hmm. It's, it's kind of backwards from most people that get older. Uh, <laughs> yes. um, but it's kind of, uh, I don't know. Like I, I, Honestly, I was biking today, and I was doing a pretty pretty good tempo ride and i was yep. just like man i was just like i don't feel, i literally thought to myself because I, I turned 31 i'm like man i really don't feel 31 yeah you know i still feel like i'm 18 so um that's good until you lose that right um i i think i'll be okay it's funny because we were just talking the other day uh i don't know if i was on a podcast or who god knows what we've been doing but yeah i was on podcast like stanton was 27 when he retired and he was just old yeah. right hannah mm-hmm. hannah i remember there was a magazine story about bob hannah and like it's getting so old. He's twenty nine now. 
Like, mm-hmm. like it's crazy mm-hmm. how much longer guys ride now than they used to. You know, Bomber, yeah, like, Bomber was done at 26. Mark Barnett, all these guys, they were just done. Yeah, I just, I, I don't know what that, what can you attest that to? You know, I don't I mean, know because they didn't have training, the money. Better they, bikes. Yeah, they didn't have the know. money to to like RV and and Dunge. Yeah, they had yeah, so much no money. I, yeah, I was, yeah. If but, I was them, I wouldn't race anymore either. Right, but Red Dog you know? and Larocco and Dowdy, like mm-hmm. they were very mm-hmm. competitive. Uh, yeah, you know, at your age or older, you know, Brayton yep. JB yep. now, like whatever. No, you know? I, I know, and you know, it's yeah, I, yeah. I don't, I don't know what what you can really test that to. I don't know if training's just got smarter or the fact that you know retiring at 28 is just not realistic or right. or what or if you still make money and you still enjoy riding a dirt bike why not do it yeah you know yeah if, you, uh, if still, people still willing to hire you like yeah keep it yeah, going, right? yeah true and you know but guys like dungeon rv it's kind of hard when when you win four supercross championships in a row you know obviously you you got to be held to that standard you know do you sign for that and then just fall off the next year or, right or right what? You know, like I, I get it, but yeah, if I had, <laughs> I don't know, eighteen million in the bank or whatever, right. I, I want, hey. I want race either. I, I've been told RV has thirty, and I asked him, and he, de- he wouldn't deny it, or, or you know, he wouldn't agree, deny or, or accept it. He just, no, oh, you can guarantee so. it's between, you know, eighteen and twenty-five. How about that? <laughs> oh just yeah, take the exactly, average right? of it, you know? Um, so, so I new friends. I know. <laughs> uh hey, um. You're testing. You guys were down there before we got put on hold and everything else. Moff was down there at a club and everything. Did you change much? Are you going into 2020 with anything different, or are you like, hey, give me the same package? Yeah, well, it's 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 not the same package because it's a new bike. Um, so the new 2020 Yamaha, the base package is a lot better for me than the 2019. And I and I've said it in the past after riding Husky in 2018. Um, I kind of found out I don't need a gnarly rocket ship of an engine. Yep. Um, so in 2019, the guys kind of made my engine quite a bit different and a lot more mellow than I believe that they've had in the past. Yep. Um, because of 25 minutes, you don't need 64 horsepower. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's yeah. just like it's impossible to hang on to. So, um, and then in 2020 versus the 2019, the, the, the power curve is a lot different. The motor is a lot softer. The chassis is softer. Um, so, yeah, things change, you know, a little stiffer suspension. Um, motor's got a little more power than 2019, but the power curve is a lot better so uh for me the 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 overall chassis is 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 a lot better than where i was at last year so um, and that did you feel like i kind of know how the tracks are now yeah it's makes a little bit of a better uh better decision for me uh i know i don't know how much you've talked to bam your old teammate there but um Mm -hmm. his bike is close to stock man it's scary from what i've been told how yeah. stock that thing is, you know. <laughs> I, I don't know how he's doing it because he's getting some starts. Not always, but yeah. he's still getting some starts with it. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I think a lot of people would be surprised on how close a fact or how slow a factory bike is compared to what they I would actually think it is. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, I think the you know the the average power of a factory bike is probably sixty one, sixty two. 
I would think, um, you know, especially in Supercross, you, I don't know how they would hold, you know, a 64 horsepower bike in, and obviously the mapping's a lot different. Yeah. There's so much that they can do with data and whatnot, but, um, you know, outdoors, obviously you can add more power because you can utilize it. But, um, yeah, I could see Bam running, running close to a stock one, uh, yeah. besides the transmission and whatnot, 100%. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, so. it's, it's crazy. So did you notice what I noticed and I, you know, Obviously, I'm I'm close to your riding skill, but not not quite there. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, they 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 really they made the cylinder small and the piston small. They changed the valve angle, everything else. I felt like the 2020 went from bottom to top real quick, real real quick, uh, as opposed yeah. to the year, be- the year before. Uh, the the 19 for me hit a lot harder than the 20. The 20 was a lot softer. Um, I don't know what that is. I don't listen. I'm not. I just ride the damn thing. I can just tell you if I can ride it or I can't. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know anything about valve angle or smaller piston or whatever. Well, they didn't. Um, they never showed you the, the. They didn't show you the two cylinder and heads back to back or anything. Oh, I, oh, I don't. Okay. I don't. Yeah, I yeah. don't care about that. I okay. just. I just go by how feel. Whatever I can ride faster and harder for a longer period of time. That's kind of what I'm going for. So, yeah, I don't know that the Yamaha power was just so smooth and. The, the throttle connected to the rear tire a lot easier than the 2019. It didn't it didn't hit as hard, and and for me that's what I had made my 2019 Yamaha anyway. You know, kind of tore that way. Yep. Went, you know, heavy crank and stuff like. I'm not giving all the secrets, but you know, with a heavy crank. But yeah, I mean, I don't. I really don't do a whole lot to my bikes. Yeah, you know, it's it's kind of be crazy how how basic they really are. Yeah, so, well, the blue crew, um, they're fantastic. That's, yeah, that's it's it. and they're they come box stock pretty damn good. So. Yeah, um, filthy Phil on the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life Podcast, uh, also brought to you by Inner West Hemp CBD products for high impact athletes. Whether you're an athlete like Phil, an ex-athlete, or an athlete at heart like myself, Inner West Hemp has the perfect product to suit your daily needs, ranging from CBD oil, uh, topicals, gummies, and even a sleep support spray. Inner West Hemp products are all third-party tested for quality and content, so you know exactly what's in them. The best part, Phil, is you can save money. Use the code PULP20 at innerwesthemp.com to save with those guys and also um, try it out. Uh, I actually used them on my on my knee. I had knee pain. I used CBD. Yeah. It, worked, worked. it worked for me. It really did. I, people uh, call me Blyer. They yelled at me, but I, I swear to God, it worked for me. So I don't. I don't have a CBD sponsor, and the stuff's too expensive for me to buy. So I'll just yeah, man just... up and not use any of it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. You know? Firepower on board with us as also 50 years experience in industry. Firepower commits to quality, value, and service for your machine. Firepower offers chains made in Japan, featherweight lithium batteries, and oil to stand the test of any power sports vehicle. The all-new Firepower motor oil was built from the ground up by a leading OEM manufacturer and is the highest quality. The staff of the standard mineral oil all the way to ester-fortified full synthetic racing oil blended in the USA. Ask for Firepower today at local shop firepowerparts.com. Um, GDR Phil uses firepower batteries. They, 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 Colton Fasciati beat you in the championship outdoors with a firepower battery in his bike. <laughs> Whatever, digs can suck it. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, uh, so and so Moffin by your teammate last year. He had a rough year. Um, how was it working with him? Do you, I mean, he's a good dude. We, he's a good guy. Have you, do you help him at all? Do, do you guys have a good relationship? Yeah, no, I listen, uh, Moff's old enough to where he knows what 
he wants. Um, you know, obviously, I try and give my opinion on on some things. Um, I've tested a lot of things throughout the years, um, so I kind of know what works for me and and what doesn't. But uh, yeah, he, you know, he he goes good. Last year was a little bit of a struggle um he still got on the box i believe yeah. twice which which was solid but um it's a contract year for him as well so um he wants to do the best he can do um so we'll see it's uh it's a good blend though so he uh he does his part and i uh, i do mine so um with you know with uh we'll with, with no michael Essie and no colton fasciati this year up there phil you really gotta like your chances outdoors uh you know <laughs> uh, listen i I like my chances, obviously, last year, too, but, um, you know, it is, we, we it is had an what issue. it is. We had an issue. <laughs> yeah, whatever. But they, uh, this year, you can never underestimate anybody. Um, you know, I think the 16, uh, Cole will be good, and Dylan will be good. And, you know, he's still got Girk will be up there. Oh, so Girk. And T-Dag. So, I mean, yeah. the guy still ain't slow. You know, right. um, you know, it's uh, still got to be as prepared as ever and go in there and, and try and do the same thing last year, only with a few less hiccups with some things. Uh, <laughs> we'll, <laughs> we'll be good. <laughs> uh, did you did you have you been helping JB with Supercross at all? Because there's lots to talk about that. <laughs> Always JB's, you know, every weekend in Supercross, uh, Brayton finds us and gives us a Phil story or something that happened or whatever listen i i only give try and help jb on one section of the track it's from the gate drop to the first corner and that's it the rest of it trust me he knows way better than me okay um i I don't even try and help with that sort of stuff so he's won a supercross i have not right you know uh what was the best year of your career do you think was it this past year maybe i don't know like what 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 year do you remember being uh, awesome? Like I can I can picture your third at Unadilla for the Rockstar guys, but you know yeah. other than that it wasn't great. There was it wasn't an awesome. But then there was a year you got fifth overall. That was awesome outdoors. No, um, so. to, to be honest, like I in 2014 with JJR was my first year, and that was kind of my first building year. Like obviously when I was with NFAB in 2013, I was finally getting top 10s in certain motos and mm-hmm. top 10s in overall. And then 2014, when I went to JGR and I only had a couple rounds, I got into the top 10 um, a lot of times and this and that. But 2015 was a starter year. Um, you know, I got eighth overall in the 450 championship, but um, I had a couple top five overalls. Um, I was in the top five a lot ripped a lot of hole shots um and then that kind of led into 2016 where i got fifth in the championship so it was kind of uh i think those two years really helped me notice like yeah I, i'm pretty decent at the outdoor game right um and then 2008 uh, 17 obviously that was a shithole of a year anyway um so i'd like just burn that whole shit from my memory but 2018 when i went to the rockstar guys like yeah to be honest with you, I felt like I rode really good on that bike, um, and I had really good results as well. So I don't know. I, I, it's hard to pick which year, but I think riding-wise, 2018 was my best year. Yeah. Or, uh, yeah, 2018 yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, And honestly, last year wasn't bad either, but it's hard to compare when there's not, you know, the field's not as deep. You know what I mean? Yeah, who like, knows? I, yeah, that's I, a hard I, question always because you can never, yeah, yeah you know. Yeah, and and I really want to do an AMA National just for shits and giggles, um, to try my bike and stuff. 
now my Yamaha on, on an AMA track and just see where we're at. And, you know, I think it'd be cool for my guys to do that as well from yeah. Canada, just to say, you know, it's hard. I don't want to just do one. I would like you two that way there. You can, you know, back to back it a little bit more, just yeah. coming down for one, you know, it's not yeah. really worth it. So, um, but who knows, maybe that's in the cards. Um, if things get pushed around and yeah. things work out certain ways, I don't know. It might, it might happen. We'll see. I'd like to though. When uh, when Jetworks talks to you, the Thompsons, uh, Kyle and, and Justin and everybody, mm-hmm. um, are they pretty receptive to? I not not just you, but are they pretty receptive to to riders saying, "Hey, man, what are we doing this for? Can we do this? What what do you think of it? Like, how is how's that go? Does it go like obviously AMA? Like, you know, nobody's talking to you about anything, right? They're not really caring. Uh, but does it does it feel like you your opinion's a little more valued? Up there, or uh, no? I think so. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. So I don't, you know, you hear all these things and and whatnot. Like I haven't really had any issues um, with the Thompsons whatsoever. Whatsoever. I mean, Justin and Kyle have been su- super nice to me. They always say hi to me. You know what I mean? They've, they've never blown me off or anything. So um, that's been kind of nice. Um, but yeah, I mean, they try and do the best that they can. Um, obviously. I like the outdoor stuff. I think the arena cross, super cross stuff is a little bit. Mm-hmm. Eh. Montreal was okay just yeah. because the stadium was bigger. You know what right. I mean? Um, to me, that was a lot more worth it. But um, the other stuff is is kind of hard. But I get it. They, you know, with the amateurs and whatnot, they 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 pay to race the arena cross stuff. That's the only kind of thing that I would like to to have changed, mm-hmm. uh, make it more professional type deal. But obviously. Amateur stuff pays the bills, and they want to race in the stadium, and it, and it's cool for them. So, I don't know, but for the most part, yeah, they've they, they've been pretty solid with yeah. um, with me and to know, me that I've had to ask. To me, I ditch the arena cross series. I add some more nationals, and I call it a day. But you know, I, I don't know. Yeah, I I I agree. I'm I'm okay with running. You know three four supercross stuff you know in october november like yeah, like yeah. they do um but to actually hold an arena cross portion like it's it's i don't know i i'd rather i'd rather have 12 rounds of outdoors but obviously i'm i'm a lot more biased to it yeah. um but i feel like they'd get a lot more people for outdoors as far as spectators than they would yeah. you know the arena cross stuff so um that's just from what i viewed um but for the most part yeah i, I enjoy their outdoor series it's it, it's okay um, and this year it'll be better with well, technically nine rounds if they still have yeah, that. So yeah. we'll, yeah, we'll see, we'll right? See. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know how we get eleven AMA ones in down here, MX Sports. I don't know how they're going to do that, and then seven Supercrosses. A good. I keep saying it the whole time on all these these shows. Just good luck. I don't see. I don't see how that's going to work. I don't like the math in that, but well, maybe. Yeah, you know, uh, we'll we'll see. I just don't know how how would it work with. Uh, I mean. It's off topic, but the supercrosses during you know NFL time and stuff. Yeah, well, we'll go to St. Louis, we'll go to Vegas, we'll go to Qualcomm. Mm, There's yeah. three stadiums that'll be open right there. Yeah, and yeah, we'll probably yeah, do yeah, like back and forth. We'll have two rounds in St. Louis, two rounds in Vegas, two rounds in, mm. in whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, in Qualcomm, I think that's yeah. what I see happening. So yeah, that'll be interesting. Yeah, we'll we'll see what goes uh, on, but I just hope we. Hopefully we get back to it soon. Yep. FXR Racing, Race Tech uh, Suspension, Privateer Island Life Podcast, number 118 with Phil Nicoletti. Phil, how's uh, how's your brother-in-law Enzo doing? Everything good? If he wears FXR he, Yeah, brother-in-law. He's good. He's in Brazil right now. Oh, is he? Why he went, I don't know why he went home during this 
this time right now. But uh, well, good luck getting back yeah, in. Good luck getting yeah, back that's in. What, that's <laughs> what I figured. I mean, what the heck? I oh. guess if he wants to be stranded, he'd rather be stranded speaking Portuguese than English. So <laughs> <Yes>. uh, <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't blame him. So what's the worst year of your career? I, I told, I asked you. I mean, obviously the eleven ten thing comes to mind, but. On the other hand, eleven ten, like you ran up for the first time ever, you started getting some momentum and some speed, right? Like, like noticed a little bit. I feel that yeah, year. Yeah. So I don't know if that would be your your worst year. No, no, eleven ten, like obviously for for what it was, was definitely not my worst. Yeah, year. okay, I agree. Yeah, um, you know, because at the end of the year when I did my own privateer deal, it was it worked out. It made the whole year worth it. Um, but I don't know. It's kind of a hard. Uh, it's a toss-up between my rookie year in 08 and 2017. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I don't know. It's – I, I really don't know which year I would go Your with. rookie year yeah. is uh, – um, I was Motorsport Cowie with yeah. Bobby Hewitt. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Can- Cannon Day. I couldn't think of the uh, sponsor. No, oh, that no. wasn't Cannon it Day? Was, it, no, it was the year before they had Cannon Day. It was just Motorsport Cowie. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I <laughs> – I mean – Bobby Hewitt and I are okay now, but after 2008, I never wanted to talk to Bobby ever well, again in didn't my you, life. Didn't you ride another bike that was like way faster than yours or something? No, uh, I was practicing on Brett Q's Honda 450 during the summertime <laughs> and, and racing a Cowie 250 on the weekend. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how the hell is this even right? I know. Um, but the bike wasn't good, and I don't know. I don't know if it was manager issues or ownership issues, but <laughs> right. I told Bobby when I got done riding from in 2018 it was uh the second go around was a hell of a lot better than the first, <laughs> first <go-around. laughs> he probably doesn't no. even remember you for the first no go-around. you know honestly he probably doesn't you know yeah. he, he he blocked out that year just like uh, <laughs> i tried to you know uh, but yeah i don't know it's a toss-up 2008 or 2017 uh, i'm gonna go with 2017 probably being the worst to be honest yeah okay all right yeah that was that wasn't good either no and, yeah. and, and who told you not to move down who told you I'll give it to you. You said Thank not you. to do it. Thank you. you Thank know? you very much. Yeah. yeah. So, same as T Dags. I told T Dags the same thing, and he's he's yeah. like he's like, oh, I got on a box or I, I whatever, and I'm like, T Dags, half the field was hurt by then. So <laughs> don't give me that. Don't give me that. Uh, so, That's funny. Uh, yeah, it, we'll see, but it all works out for the better. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of, it's kind of weird how it all works out. And, need to write a book on how much of a nightmare this whole deal actually was when I'm done with it. <laughs> isn't, you know? it isn't it funny so. people from the outside that look in and, you know, they, they think it's a certain way and that uh, once you get in, you're just like, yeah. Clueless. <laughs> clueless. That's why, you know, I try and talk to Enzo about because he's only 20, you know what I mean, going through the same stuff yeah. I went through. Yeah. But yeah. Um, he's got it a little bit better than I did. But you try and help out and steer a certain way, but, you know, they're – they're stubborn at that age too and they don't really they'll do their own thing anyway but yeah i don't know it's hard and 10 years down the road you're like fuck i should have done it a different way yeah you uh, well you know i was but, talking to i was talking to uh chiz uh about his program the other day and and you know he's been a privateer for a couple of years and kind of bouncing around mm-hmm. a little bit and then uh god i can't remember who else i was talking to ah who was it i, I don't man uh so, anyways, they were time privateer. Yeah, I've, I need to look at the like the podcast that I've just done and, mm-hmm. and look and see who I, who I was talking to. But um, they were telling me, you know, basically, and this is what I agree with. When you were a young kid, like it's you don't like t- telling no, saying no to a team is sometimes better than taking a ride to a team if you can't use what you need or can't be comfortable yeah. on a bike. And yep. Ch- and Chiz is one of those guys. Chiz is just set in his ways, and his JGR thing was a disaster, and. 
you know, he just needs to do his own thing so he can run his own bike and run his own sponsors. And yeah, well, he's know. old enough now to where he knows what he can do. You yeah, know? and he he knows all the contacts. He can call I don't know Pro Taper and get bars and this and that. Someone that's you know nineteen and twenty, they just did amateur stuff that I got you know stuff for free and whatnot. But then they turn pro. You got to talk to different people, and they don't give a shit who you are. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. It's it's totally different. And yeah, you know, I'm going to be honest. My dad didn't know anything when i turned yeah. pro in 2008 you know we literally did everything out of a pickup in a trailer our whole amateur career and next thing you know you get thrown to the wolves you make 40 grand a year you know you think you're under a semi yeah. you know and they're going to show you the way and show you the ropes and, and kind of what to do but you, you know yeah you just end up being a piss in the wind yeah you know? and if, you, if you're not so. producing that nobody gives a shit nobody cares nope 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 and you work <laughs> you know you work your whole life and you think you're gonna make a lot of money even nowadays you know kids making 70 grand a year you know it's it's not a lot when they make you you know you gotta pay a trainer 25 grand a year and then you gotta pay rent in california and by that you're broke and then after taxes you ain't got nothing yet you, you don't have a pot to piss in <laughs> yeah you know and yet but but yet you're in magazines and you're being talked about but yeah, it really doesn't it, mean anything exactly right, it doesn't yeah. mean dick all yeah you know and 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 that and that's a sad thing and that's the harsh reality of our sport you know um you know and and i hate it i wish it would change but i just you know i i don't know how to change it you know i wish people that are a lot more successful than me would help in and kind of try and change it but Mm -hmm. you know they all still make money off the sport too so they can't they can't do nothing about it either yeah no exactly right uh how, how surprised are you and i'm and i'm pretty surprised how surprised are you that Barsha is? I mean, as we do this, he's fourth in the points. You know, um, he's uh, he, you know he won Anaheim one for second year in a row. He appears to be quote unquote back. I mean, at the end of JGR, I mean, him and I, we we hated each other. I didn't really hate him, but he he hated. No, me. I remember I was on the team when yeah. he yeah yeah I remember. <laughs> no 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 yeah he absolutely hated my guts no, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And because I would because he would do dumb stuff and I would write about it and talk about mm-hmm, it because mm-hmm. he was frustrated and everything. But anyways. I would not have thought, and I'm giving him full props, and I've told him this privately, like, good job on, you know, he's older, he, he no one really wanted him, you know, he got a fill-in mm-hmm. ride with Millsaps, got hurt, and mm-hmm. dude, the guy, he's really reinvented himself, he, he still has these moments where you wonder what he's doing, but he's basically calmed yeah. down, I don't know, I just, really good job for Bam, who's a guy that you know and is a friend of yours, for turning it around, like, Dude, at the end of the JGR thing, like, do you remember he went to Jacksonville for the GP and could barely, uh, could barely get yeah. top 15? Was not good. No. Not no. good. And everybody was against that because they had to go because of Monster and whatnot, but still, that's besides the point. But still, yeah. I'd, yeah. Right. So, anyways, good job by him. Not, you know? Yeah. No, it's it's awesome. And um, I think it's, you know, whenever your back's up against the wall and you only have one opportunity left, which he kind of had that with Yamaha when they brought him back in 2018. It kind of revived him, you know. Um, 2018 was a killer year for Bam. Um, I think he would have done really good in Supercross if uh, he didn't get her, break his thumb or something back yeah. then. But, um, you know, people forget, you know, in two, like I don't know why I remember all this stupid stuff, but <laughs> Iron Man in 2018, he went 1-1. Yeah. Then, you know, you come back. In 2019, he wins his heat at Anaheim, and then he wins the main event. You yeah. know? Like, yeah. it's kind of – it's gnarly. You don't do that stuff by – it's not a fluke by any yeah. means. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And, and Bam's old, too. This is his 11th year, I believe. Something, yeah. Yeah, 11th year. So i kind of curious how many years he thinks he has left. Um, I think he's got – hey, if he finishes top three in the points, I think he gets an auto renew. 
So mm-hmm. watch him send it. Mm-hmm. Watch him just send it. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Who, who's in third? Coop. Coop is. <laughs> Good luck, Coop. I wish you well. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. No, I don't. How, how are you going to do with that femur? I want the tib and fib. <laughs> Snapped it. No, tip. but no, I, I tell you what, when it comes to contract year, I mean, it's definitely uh, a third. I don't know. I, I would assume that they probably get bonuses for one, two, and three. Um, not just for championships. Right, so right. yeah, it's it's money on the line as well. So not just next year. So I think it'd be good. Uh, filthy, filthy Phil Nicoletti, uh, FXR Racing, Race Texas mentioned prior with your island life. Brought to you by Firepower, Maxis, Namira, and Inner West Hemp. Phil, before I let you go, uh, Pulp Show last night, we were de- so a quad guy called in right, and he was telling he was telling us that he had the same times as Brayton at Redbud. The quads raced at Redbud at the end of the day one year. Do you remember this? Yep. No, I remember them at 2008 in Steel City, and they were going just as fast as Stu was. Right. Okay. So this guy raced Red Bud, I think, at the National, and he said his times were the same as Brayton, but then he wanted to make – so then I'm I'm like, okay, I don't care because you have four wheels and – Yeah. But then I said, do you think you're as fast as Brayton? And he said, no, no, no. But he kept saying his time was the same as Brayton. So so we started yelling at each other, and and we got in this big (laughs) argument, and then I just said, look – Look, you're you're all you quad guys. You're failed motocrossers, and, 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 and because because no, but Phil, if they could race moto, they would because there's more money and more exposure. Like they're bad asses on quads. Don't get me wrong, they're bad asses. Uh, but but they, if they could make it as a moto guy, they would. There's just infinitely more reasons why, but they can't. So they race quads. Cool, no problem. So the argument, Phil, was how long would Eli Tomac or yourself? Or JB, because this guy was saying Brighton, so then we brought up Brighton a lot. How much time would you need on a quad before you could run top five in these quad nationals? I'm going to be honest with you, Steve. (laughs) This might sound mental, but uh, the number one quad guy, um, well, it's not, well, Joel Hentrick, he rides for Phoenix. I think Chad Weenan's the number one quad guy. Yeah, well, I think Joel won it last year, maybe, or the year before, and Chad Weenan's won it the past seven times. So so he's a bad dude, but this guy's guy's good. Joel is gnarly, and I've obviously, I'm faster than him at club, and one day when my team was down here, uh, Joel came out, and I said, hey, let me ride your quad. And I said, yeah, man, go ahead, take it for a rip. (laughs) And I rode this fucking thing, and let me tell you what, that is not a smooth ride. (laughs) No, I'm being I'm being dead right. serious. Yeah. That thing is a death trap. And it's only got 3 inches of fork travel on the front uh-huh. and it, dude, I don't know if I could do it. Really? Okay, cuz JT said give Eli like one day. He was kidding obviously, but there's not there's not a chance. Not a chance because you want to know why when I went to get on this thing and start it, I kicked the thing the wrong way. <laughs> It's a forward kick. Yeah, not it's a forward backwards. kick. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'm trying to kick the fucking thing down, and I about dislocated my knee. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Okay, but once you figured out which way to kick it, don't you feel like you could run, be pretty competitive? No. <laughs> I do. Okay. No, well, you're not I helping don't. my you're not helping my Pulp Mech show. I know call, because I experienced it firsthand. Maybe right. if you give me a full day, I could understand like. Maybe how to do it, but it's not even close to like riding a snowmobile. It's not, yeah, it's, it's okay, not easy. Well, here was my point like Kudrowski and Rodney Smith and these guys jumped into GNCC and won races and were super competitive, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, JMB back in the day, John Michelle Bale, he went to MotoGP 500cc road racing and mm-hmm. was he got on a pole once, I think he got a podium once, 
Like he was top ten like right away the next year. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, Tucker Hibbert and Blair Morgan crushed Snowcross. My whole point was Moto guys are amazing. They can jump on anything. You know, Ron Machine raced jet skis and was pretty damn competitive, I guess, back in the day. Yeah, yeah. So my whole point was Moto guys can figure this thing out, whereas a quad guy can't race Anaheim and uh, a road race guy can't race Anaheim or whatever. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's yeah, yeah. my whole Which, point. Mm-hmm. Which I get. Obviously, it would take me a long time to get used to a quad, but it was not like, yeah, I just hopped on this thing and a tabletop that I would just jump normal uh-huh. on a dirt bike was like, no, I'm not just going to jump in normal on a quad. Really? Okay. Yeah. So, all right. So, so if the quad guys are listening to this, they're going to they're going to call back in the pulp yeah, show. Yeah. When idea. that thing's like when the tabletop's kind of like off cambered and then you take off the tabletop and the quad's tipping the other way, you're like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> okay. You know? Yeah, it's a different it's a all different right. feel. Okay. And listen, I <laughs> I'm not saying I'm a quad guy. I'm just saying it's a lot different right. than Riding a motorbike because I've experienced it. And it's it's not easy. Yeah, so you're it's a, gonna it's a big machine. You're gonna side with this hammy guy who called in three times. He was drunk and he said he was the same f- speed as Brayton. Hammy. For sure. I, he, okay. You know what? He, I can totally believe him possibly being the same speed at JB at Red Bud on a quad. If right. he's decent and Red Bud's flat and you're just power steering the thing and yada yeah. yada yada, but you're decent on a quad, okay. you could probably run the same time because. I remember watching Doug Gus, I don't know who it was, Steel City, running the same times Friday afternoon as James Stewart was on Sunday back then at Steel City. I, I would need to check this out. I, I, I'm dead serious. It was mental. I've never seen quads go that fast. Obviously, the, like I said, it was polished, so they just come in and you know whip the thing sideways. Yeah, but yeah, 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 it was, yeah. It was mental. Mental. <laughs> Well, yeah, it, I give credit where credit's due. I'm listen, not saying it's not it, dumb looking, but yeah, it's not. You're going to have to listen. I know you're a big listener of the Pulp Show. <laughs> I know you're a big listener every week. You're going to yeah, have to sure. listen this past week, this past Monday, for this this heated debate. <laughs> JT said, "Give Eli like till sundown, and he'll be he'll be he'll be winning the Quad Nationals." And then, so then two more Quad guys called in, and like, dude, it just turned into Quad MX oh, on a Monday yeah, night. Yeah, so, yeah. and then what's so, the phrasing? What's the phrase? Nuke the quads. Yeah. So what we need yeah. to do is I was already hitting up JB. So we'll get this this the Phoenix racing guy. Yeah, tell and, him to ride the Honda so, quad. They don't even make them in they make special quads cuz they don't even they, make this yeah. 400 450R or Right, right, right. So you what know. we need to do is get this guy on JB's bike. They go ride, mm-hmm. okay? And then we'll see what their lap times are. And then JB gets on the quad and this guy gets on the quad and they race that and then we see JB will be closer to the quad god than the quad god will be closer to JB on a dirt bike. No, I think it's rolled. I think it's what? Yep, yep. We got to do this then. The, this... I think the guy. I think Joel can go faster on JB's bike. Yeah, I think. I think Joel's yeah. got it. Yeah. Will, will you? Will you take part in this for us? Because the only reason I say that, especially on club, because club is. A moto style track. It gets moto style because when I rode it, it was like a moto track, you know. So it wasn't like smooth where you could just pitch it sideways and keep the flow going. There's, there's no way JB's gonna get. I think he gets beat. Yep. Okay. Well, you're, you're. I'll, obviously... be, I'll be there for a true testament and yeah. give you a legit deal. But I am not. I'm not the one that's gonna be like. Yeah, I, I'm not doing that comparison. You're not gonna do it. I mean, no, because I'll look like an idiot. Okay. I'd rather JB look like the idiot than me. <laughs> well, JB's yeah. got lots of time. He's a supercross yeah, only JB's guy. Yeah, JB's got so, yeah. tons of time. Right, we can just yeah. do that. 
Yeah. Okay. Well, so. you totally blew my argument out of the water, but that's okay. I'm yeah. not even going to cut this out of the pot. I'm going to leave it in. I'm going to leave it in because <laughs> I value your opinion. So. Listen, you got you to take the heat as well. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. So, all right. Well, hey, Andy, uh, re-up uh, Phil Nicoletti for, for 2021 <laughs> and 2022 in FXR gear. So yes. This is a public we'll, we'll plea for that. We'll work on it. And we'll uh, thanks to Race Tech as well, and thanks to all of our sponsors. Phil, thank you for the time. I'm glad to check in and bench race with you and all of that. Uh, as always, I'm sure we'll text. Uh, you saw my knee brace. I'm going to put that on uh, Instagram here yes, right away. So. That is epic. Yes, yes, epic. absolutely. You know my buddy Trevor up there? You know the CTI guy, Trevor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. the one who did it. So <laughs> That's that's cool. Why are you going up, up Canada to do it? Uh, just because he can do He's got all the hookups, yeah. I, I don't know anybody oh, okay. at CTI down here or whatever, so he just yeah, he oh, handled okay. it. So. Need to get hooked up with Brett as well. I mean, he he's okay too. So either way, don't yeah. matter. You get free braces. Who cares? Yeah, I got free braces. I got everything. Dialed, so dialed, dialed. Perfect. All right, Phil. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Yep. Uh, and we'll talk soon, man. Yeah, no problem. See you, Steve.